first of all, I want to thank every single one of you for coming out. This is very important. This is very vital. Black lives have always mattered. We have always been important. We have always meant something. We have always succeeded, regardless. And now is the time. I ain't waiting. I ain't waiting. And welcome back to a brand new episode of Words from Blurds. Oh, now, okay. You know what? You're a dick. Anyway, my um, my name is JT. Um, not by my side, but as always, with me on this show is my co-host and good friend Adu. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going, man? How you feeling? Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's a a lot of feeling. Mad a lot of feeling. Yes, yeah, a lot going on these days. Just oof. well. All right, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the reality uh, in the lives we live, let's start off with some basic stuff, and uh, we'll eventually trickle down to that. Yeah. What's, what's the first thing on uh, on the docket to do? Uh, Henry Cavill is officially in talks to return as Superman in the newly reshuffled DCEU. Uh, starting out, he'll have cameo appearances and will feature much like Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. I mean, you know, it's, it's, if it's not Zack Snyder writing for him, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm I'm down with it. You know. So, I, do, you, do you know who John Campia is? The name does not sound familiar. He's a YouTuber, and I think he works in like VFX or something. But he's a YouTuber as well. Um, he basically uh, went on record saying that Ben Affleck was out as Batman two years before it was officially announced. So, I mean, I'm not going to say he has a great track record, but, I mean, he doesn't just say these things just to say them because uh, he doesn't like being the one who's, like, who's got the scoop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But basically what he said on one, of, on one of his recent videos, I think was late last week, was that Henry Cavill is definitely playing Superman. Okay. okay. He's definitely coming back. And J.J. Abrams is going to direct. Like, that is, like, a pretty... That's, a, that's a kind pretty of a toss in the air to me. That could be either good or bad. It could be, because J.J. is... He's good at reinvigorating franchises, so to speak, but he's not good at following through. Um, and some of his ideas are... I won't say they're old school, but they're definitely formulaic. Derivative? Some, some, Somewhat. You could say that they're derivative. The derivative of other films and other styles. I mean, he has, he's, he's definitely very much a stylistic type of director. Not yeah, quite yeah. to the tone of Zack Snyder, who is almost entirely visualistic. But, um, I mean... I liked what he did with the initial Star Trek reboot. I like what he did with his Mission Impossible movie. I like what I somewhat like what he did, which was basically a reshuffling of A New Hope with um, The Force Awakens. With the Force Awakens. Scott, the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know what the fuck that was. We're going to leave that at that. And I, and I really like what he did with that movie uh, he did a while back, Super 8. Oh yeah, yeah. Super Eight was a uh, Super Eight was a good movie. It was Stranger Things before Stranger Things was Stranger Things. Pretty much, yeah. 
And I also like The Force Awakens, but you know, it was very similar to New Hope. So, so JJ's track record is is you know here and there, but I do believe that he is a great he's a great director for Superman. Yeah, I, be- I believe that he would definitely um, add the tone the tone that you wanted in Man of Steel the the brightness, the optimism, the smiles. I think he'll definitely add that to uh, the preceding Man of Steel or whatever the next Superman movie will be called. Um, I, I, like, I don't mind J.J. Abrams as a director too much. I'm really mostly concerned about who's going to be writing for the Superman. Because I've never had an issue with Henry Cavill as... Superman, like he's done a decent job in the role. It's just always been the writing that's been the issue. So as long as we got a great, a good writer, you know, I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm open to it as well. I mean, I don't know who. I mean, maybe somebody JJ's worked with before. Maybe JJ himself will write. I don't know, but I I agree. I am very much here for the for Henry Cavill officially coming back. I mean. When you put when you put the puzzle pieces together, the man was, I mean, not initially championing for the Snyder Cut, but eventually he was. And then he was on that live stream that they did of Man of Steel, where they released, or re- yeah, where they revealed that they were doing uh, the the Snyder Cut. And then sometime after, like a day or two after that, um, he posted, "It's good to see you, old friend." He was in the gym working out. I'm. I mean, I'm assuming he was talking about it's good to see him, you know, the cape and cowl, or at least that form he had for that movie in that role. So, I mean, I feel like the puzzle pieces are aligning to the fact that, yeah, it's it's like extremely likely that Henry Cavill's back as Superman. And again, with that deal that we talked about last some sometime last year, where Warner Brothers purchased. Not purchased, but I don't know. Maybe they purchased um, JJ's production company, Bad Robot, for five hundred million. Mm. So I'm, I and I always assumed like once that kind of went through, that JJ would kind of have his his pick of the litter in terms of DC movies. And I know a while, a while, while back, like we were probably toddlers, maybe babies. He had um, wrote. A uh, a script for Superman called Superman Flyby that never got made. So he definitely has already already has his had his foot in that in that jar, so to speak, or in that shoe. So it'll be. I feel like it'll probably it'll be somewhat cathartic to finally get to see a new vision of his old vision for Superman. But you know, I'm always down for more Superman. But I, I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah, Superman. Yeah, not Snyder Man, but Superman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know how do I feel about the whole. He will only be doing like he'll be in the Hulk role where he just shows up in other people's movies. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I feel like when they were talking about him being like Ruffalo's Hulk, I'm essentially gathering that they mean he'll be in team up movies, and. And he'll probably be in maybe a a duo like a movie 
much like again the Hulk was in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming maybe it's something like that, not just like the shit they did in the end of Shazam. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we got next? Next, after news broke last week, or was it was it last? It was last week, or was it the week before last? I believe it was last week. Okay, well, after news broke that Zack Snyder would finally—it no, was the week before last. Week before last. Okay, so after Zack Snyder uh, news broke that Zack Snyder would finally be getting his intended cut of Justice League released next year on HBO Max. The spotlight has then turned to David Ayer's suicide squad as the hashtag release the Ayer cut has popped up and caught steam. Even, I think we reported initially, AT&T, who is the owner of WB, tweeted out, nothing's possible, just give it some time. And David Ayer, he's doing a lot more tweeting. Like, I've been following it. He's been doing a lot more tweeting of Suicide Squad very recently, even today, in fact, a lot of talks of his Joker, that Joker was essentially gutted from that movie, that what we saw was just what the uh, a really glossied, um, glittery version of what David Ayer had directed Jared Leto to do. Similar uh, to what uh, Jared Leto said about there being enough footage for there to be a Joker movie, a which I... Movie. Don't know if I believe him, but I don't know if I believe a whole movie, but maybe yeah. like you know, a good character arc for sure. And um, there are it's, it's really just taking steam. Like he's tweeting about it, AT and T's tweeting about uh, tweeting about it. Fans are tweeting at him, and then now people are tweeting this hashtag release the air cut and. I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess I'm happy for him. How, what are you? Yeah, what? sure. Uh, <laughs> happy for him, I, I guess. If it happens and it's a thing, I, I, is he gonna refilm the whole movie? I mean, okay, so is, no, 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 no. So he, he filmed quite a bit, okay, and the reshoots that they did were mostly like to a to appease okay so from what i understand and from what i've gathered as i've been reading his tweets and such um his cut was all was basically done before um it, it was released mm. but um with the disappointing box office or the disappointing numbers from and reviews of bvs and as i think at that time deadpool had just come out and was getting great reviews the studio requested to make it more of a comedy and to make it a lot lighter. And so a lot of things had to be reshot to fit that tone. And as we, as most of us in the, in the community know, in the fan community know, a, a movie trailer company basically did the final cut of that movie. Yeah, right, right, right. Which is why the editing was so weird on it. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious because David Ayer said that the first trailer for Suicide Squad was very much in tone with kind of what he initially had in mind. Remember that I started a joke, 
That's all the whole world crying. Yeah, you, you know it's funny. I, I thought Suicide Squad has such like great trailers. I really, I was, like, I was thinking, I don't, I don't see how this movie could be bad. And then you know we saw the movie. And well, basically, I mean that first trailer was definitely somewhat darker for sure. But those next two tra- trailers where we saw, fuck, they were playing Bohemian Rhapsody and You Don't Own Me. You know, that that was basically the movie trailer company with the movie trailers and also with the movie. So the first Mm. trailer was more so what David Ayer had in mind, but never really came to fruition. So I I definitely want to see what he had in mind, what he directed, what was cut. He said he had scenes where Diablo lived and didn't die, where Enchantress was helping Joker or Joker was helping Enchantress, one or the other, where Katana had a, 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 somewhat, a somewhat larger uh, character arc in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hope to God that Killer Croc just wasn't as much of a racist character as he appeared to be. Right, BT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> BT. You know, so you well, was he a caricature? I feel like he was a caricature, Mike. Yeah, Waylon Jones. I feel, I mean, car- caricature is kind of a that's a strong word. That's a very strong word. Who, I, who, I don't know. Who, who is really watching BET for booty anymore? That's not why he said he was watching. We don't, maybe he just likes BET. Nobody likes BET. Uh, no, that's that's not true. Plenty of people like BET. Today? Yeah, like people who love Tyler Perry movies, people, people who love, like, people uh, like Baby Bobo. Boy. Bro. Yeah. There are people that like BET. What, 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 I mean, okay, maybe. Can you maybe tell me the last time you heard somebody say, oh, man, you see that shit on BT? That shit was fucking crazy. Oh, man, you gotta see this on BT. That's amazing. Oh, my. Do you remember, do you remember the last time somebody told you that? Is, 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 is Becoming Mary Jane still on the channel? No, it is not. Oh. And I believe that moved to, to uh, TV1 at some point. Oh, it, it was probably whenever that was on BT. That mm, years ago. But, uh, still, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, they're, they're Regardless, out there. He was as much uh, a caricature as those fucking um, street-wise uh, Transformers in the that second Transformers movie, okay? He was as much a caricature of a black man as those guys were supposed to be. Okay. Mm. But do you think that that movie will come out? That that cut will come out? You think just because Snyder's getting his cut, this could mean... And apparently... David Ayer's cut is probably a lot more cheaper to produce or to finish up than um, Zack Snyder's because he basically finished most of his visual effects and everything and all the shots he needed. Probably, I would imagine, it would just maybe be some light touches, touch-ups in VFX and maybe rescoring as well as editing. But that's it, I would imagine. Okay. So you think it's you think it'll happen? Do you think that it's an actual thing that could likely that's likely in the works or are fans just fan David Ayer has actually spoke on it right yeah so to me that makes it a little bit more real yeah if it wasn't for him saying something well okay 
until like the studio says, well, maybe, maybe when the studio says something, then I'll be like, okay, definitely for sure. AT&T okay. though. Well, oh, right. Okay. Well, see, yeah. Okay. In, in that case, yeah, it, it, it might be a thing. I, I, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, I feel like that would be a great tie-in to like come out like a week or two before uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Or maybe after. I don't know. Well, clearly, it'll be one or the other. Are you sh- will they want to do that? Because it's not like it's a sequel, is it? It's like, is it, isn't it supposed to be like a very soft reboot? I mean, I, I was saying they have, they have a lot of the original core, not a lot, but they have a few of the original core characters with Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, Amanda Waller, Captain Boomerang. I don't even remember if there was another one from the last movie. But I mean, I feel like if it's a reboot, it's super, super, super soft. Okay. Well, yeah, well, it would be fine to promote it. You know, that, the Harley Quinn cartoon. And James Gunn said he, he'd love if he'd be, he thinks it's great that uh, David Ayer should, in fact, get his cut of, of the, the movie. Okay. Well, I'm not against it. I just hope it's good, you know. Yeah. Because it had potential. Uh, yeah, uh, it and, just, you know, like I said, the, the big, one of the big, some of the biggest problems with uh, the original cut of Suicide Squad was that it wasn't rated R, and so they really shouldn't have been fighting a big world destroying monster. They're like a black ops team almost, so you know they handled like the small shit. So you know, yeah. that that part of the story is probably still going to be an issue. But I mean, maybe. Well, they, I mean, you don't know. There, it could be rated R. I mean, I feel like. WB was probably very gun shy on the rated R thing until I mean, even though Deadpool did so well, they probably were still a little gun shy at the time. But after seeing the success of Joker, probably not so much anymore. Mm. Okay. Which I which again I hope that means that the next Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's the Suicide Squad is rated R because I mean he's made quite a few rated R movies. Why not another? Mm-hmm. Uh Moving on, Ryan Gosling has officially Ryan Gosling, Gosling. I don't know why I can. I always say his name weird. Ryan Gosling has been officially cast as Universal's new Wolfman, based on his own pitch for a modern take on the classic movie monster. Mm. And yeah, that's decent casting. Right, right. You can put Ryan Gosling in a lot of roles. He'll always you can put it. that man in anything. I, I mean, Jesus. Can you imagine what he looked what he would look like as a wolf? A wolf man? Yeah, he fits the role. He definitely fits the role. I remember the last Wolfman movie uh they made. I remember, Del Toro. Yeah, I remember it being pretty good. I, I liked it. For some reason, I think it had like a fifty two percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, that's well. Cool. I thought it was it was decent. You know, there wasn't Lee anything Del- like And Anthony Hopkins. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the uh, the makeup and the transformation, and I I thought it was a good movie. I'm curious to see though. I mean, I know that that original dark universe uh, shit that Universal was doing is clearly not happening. I was about to say. I was about to say. What if it's a a, a but, stealth a stealth yeah. dark universe reboot? That's I, I, what I feel like. I feel like they're doing a kind of low key uh, dark universe, but lower budgets and stuff because i mean the invisible man i mean it it made money it it made a lot of money for the the small budget that it was on and that it did 
And it was a and it was a decent film. I think it was yeah. shot in like two months or some shit. Very good. That was that was the last movie I watched before the world basically ended, at least in theaters. Jesus, sorry to hear that. Um, and so I mean, and clearly Elizabeth Moss's character took the Invisible Man's suit. Um, so I mean, I feel like there's definitely some some kernels that are being laid for a potential crossover at some point, but it depends on how well this one does. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think Ryan, Ryan, like you said, Ryan Gosling is is pretty solid casting. He's one of Hollywood's most handsome men, first of all, and to see him kind of, I mean, he, he has this kind of stoic demeanor, you know, so I feel like it works. It works in tandem with whatever character or however he chooses to play the character of the Wolfman. I feel he'll play it pretty stoically. Who's supposed to play the Wolfman before the Dark Universe thing fell apart? Did they say? I don't think they did. Because I know. How, oh, I think was it. I think it's supposed to be Javier Bardem. No, no, no. He's supposed to be Frankenstein. Giant devil. Been Invisible Man. Who I don't I don't know if they had chosen one just yet. Because Russell Russell Crowe was um, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Johnny Depp was the Invisible Man. He was supposed to be the Invisible Man. Um, that that actress uh, who's the, who's also a ballerina was the mom. okay. So yeah, they they had right only now. had they only cast so far um, Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp. Javier Bardem and the um, the original Mummy, the, the the Queen. Right. Okay. So they never they never had a Wolfman before. Okay. Yeah, they they hadn't had one yet. Which is crazy because I feel like the Wolfman is probably, in my opinion, one of the better of the monster of the horror monster movie monsters. He's one mm-hmm. of the better ones, I think. It's hard. It's hard to fuck it up. Your basic like uh, man becomes a monster story. You know, that's uh, what makes the Hulk work so well. Exactly, I was about to say it's basically like an old school Hulk, uh, very comparable to Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, indeed, just on a more um, savage level. But I think this is good casting. I think it'll be a good movie. I'm curious to see what the modern take on the Wolfman is going to be. And as we move yeah. on, what? I was about to say, have they said whether or not it's going to still be a period piece? No, it's going to be modern, just like the... Oh, uh, mo- oh okay. That makes me even more interested. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious on that one as well. Moving on. Batwoman, as you all know, having lost its lead lady, um, will be recasting, but not the part of Kate Kane. And instead, they will transition the lead to a brand new character named Ryan Wilder, who is said to be a completely different person in terms of personality and when compared to Ruby Rose's original Batwoman. Well, see, okay, I have been keeping up with Batwoman, but I have been reading up on the plots and subplots that have been going on right now. I don't see how they're going to be able to wrap up because all the plots are pretty, or most of them anyway, are pretty much very much connected 
yeah, to Alice and her relation to Kate. Like, I don't know how they're going to wrap that all up in time for Kate to go to the moon or wherever, whatever the fuck they're going to do with her character. Do whatever I don't know. This character. I don't, well, does she just disappear? Does she just not exist anymore? Her romance subplot with them, I can't remember the character, the, 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 the black woman on the, huh? Oh. Wait, what? Do you know something I don't When did oh. they play Kate? Okay, I was about to say. Uh, yeah, no, with the, 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 the black woman on the show, the lead, I can't remember her name anymore right now. Just, I don't know. It just, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for the show. I don't want the show to fail. I want it to get better. You know, I, I, I would love to have a Batwoman show that's really well done and good. You know, I just, I don't know. Uh, I have no connection to this show, so I could care less if it crashes and burns. But, okay, so if it gets better, are you going to give it a watch? I mean, maybe if you say it's better, maybe if I see some reviews that say, oh, yeah, this is a totally different season. It's new showrunner, great writers. Yeah, maybe. If you if you can tell me that it's not so freaking on-the-nose punny with the LGBT stuff, then maybe, like, and I'm not saying that LGBT stuff doesn't need to be on the show. It the character is a, a lesbian. Oh no, I mean, kind of. Yeah, it absolutely has to be on the show. But I feel like the, and I've said this before, the way in which they try to tackle homophobia is so blatant and obviously like it's not well written. It's not. It's not. It's, Greg Berlanti needs to do a better job with the writers he picks. My God. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, it's so. It's like it's like a hammer, right? That's like hitting you in the face with its. And with saying, its hey, I'm yeah. a hammer. I'm a hammer hitting you in the face. I'm a hammer. Yeah, I don't know, man. They they really. I don't know what it is on on that writing staff, but yeah, I, I I don't know what. It's, I, I I hope the show improves. You know, I hope may, maybe maybe it'll give it a new feel. You know, it'll freshen it up a bit. Who knows? Um, so the character is the from what I remember was described as somebody who's like a recovering addict or something, but they have they have a lot of energy, they're very optimistic, and it's and they're pretty quirky, which to me is like the opposite of of Kane. It's it's I don't even know if like somebody with that type of personality can lead a CW show because their leads tend to be a little edgy, mm-hmm. um, which is not a personality trait. I mean, but not all the time. Sometimes, like, uh, Barry isn't necessarily edgy 100% of the time. He usually isn't, actually. Yeah, but he's not, like, he's not edgy, but he's not the super optimist. You know, he's not bouncing with energy. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. You Star- don't think he is? I don't think he's not. He doesn't have the type of optimism and brightness that Stargirl has to me. Like, I mean, I know we haven't reviewed it yet, and we're not going to review it right now. But <laughs> I feel like Stargirl has really invigorated so much energy that Flash does not have, that Legends of Tomorrow tries to have but doesn't. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. And with the character itself, it's fucking, it's Batwoman. There's supposed to be some grim and doom in there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there definitely has to be. But, you know, with the suit. at the same time, it's like it can't be just all gloom and doom. It's still it's still the Arrowverse. This is Gotham City. 
Yeah, but it's the Arrowverse. There's there's been some some inherent corniness with the Arrowverse, not necessarily in a bad way, but you know. Yeah, well, forget all that. I don't. I'm now, and I, I, I know you're a fan of the Hush storyline, right? The 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 comic book, yes. You, you know they started doing Hush and Batwoman. Yes, I saw that. I saw that's the the he finally revealed himself as as the. Bruce, long gone Bruce or whatever. Um, I Did didn't you see like. The yeah, I didn't like how he looked. I'm looking at it again, and I still do not like how he looks. I mean, I guess that's somewhat comic accurate, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't. It's like it's, it almost looks like a helmet. Like is it's what it, it's like. It has a mouth. You know, I don't know. It looks weird. It, it is weird. It's, it's super weird to look at. I don't and know what it is. Yeah. Did you did you actually finish this first season of Batwoman? Oh hell no! But you know, <laughs> I've been I've been I've been I've been you know keeping tabs on you know what's been going on in the show. Yeah, I, here and there I do, but eesh. you know what's weird? Why is the I, I was talking to this with Jaden, uh, who we had on the last episode. I was mm-hmm. talking to him about this today or yesterday. We were talking about how Warner Brothers might want Ben Affleck to finish writing his script and maybe come back to direct that movie, mm-hmm. which, again, makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. But it's really weird how, how close or how tightly gripped Warner Brothers and DC are with the character of Batman. Like they're okay with yeah. doing multiple Bruces, but the reason that Gotham is a was a show is because they did not want them to have Batman in it. So they turned it to a show about the GCPD and Gordon in his early years. And eventually, I guess they changed their mind, and we got literally teenage Bruce Wayne in a proto Batman suit, which is something that everyone was making jokes about when they were first talking about Gotham, and then they actually did it. I still can't believe that happened. And then they actually put him in a in a uh, I don't know what the fuck type of bat suit that was, but it it looked like it was made from motorcycle equipment. Like, ugh, but. Yeah, so we have now we have a Bruce on or a proto Bruce, fake Bruce on Batwoman. We have the older Bruce from um, Titans. We mm-hmm. had that youngish Bruce from Gotham. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they they'll let there be a few Bruces, but they're very particular about Batman appearing. Oh, and we even had Kevin Conroy as Batman for a brief period so it's it's very interesting to me that they're they're okay with bruce being out and about but not so much the actual character of batman especially in in television yeah it's i don't know it's it's really weird i don't part of it i i guess is because they they actually changed their mind on the whole restricting batman and restricting certain characters thing you know i mean even with like joker who was obviously joker in gotham they never called him joker and then later on they they said oh no he's he's a he's a he's an inspiration for the future joker i'm like nigga this is joker what are you talking about he's wearing purple 
He's got the lips. He's got the makeup. Get the fuck out of here. And like, literally. That's, that is Joker. You can call him Jerome, Jeremiah, whatever the fuck. That's J- Joker. I don't even know why they're playing games. Like, we're, like, are we, like we're supposed to be stupid. Like, nigga. Like, I, like, yeah. Like, to me, it doesn't even make sense why Warner Brothers would give an oak, give the green light for a series about the history of Gotham before Batman and even with Batman and not allow them to use characters that we recognize or they they do but they can't use their names what's that about what what is what what legality do you have where you can't allow them to be given their the names that they're given we got penguin we got the riddler but we can't call joker joker we can just call him jeremiah jerome so yeah, I just, I just don't get it, you know. But hey, that's Warner Brothers has their legal department. They they make the rules for how their characters are seen and whatever. It just, it just logically doesn't make any sense to me why why characters can look like themselves but they can't physically be named that. I mean, they had a Harley and everything. Yeah, and didn't even call her by her name. And she wasn't a therapist or anything. And I know you don't watch Titans or haven't or don't care to watch Titans or whatever. But they, they had the Bruce and Titans and they had a they they basically did what they did in Gotham. But so in season one they revealed Dick was having some type of fever dream or he was under some type of mind control and he was attempting to murder Batman because Batman had murdered every villain in Gotham. So you just saw bat ears, a bat cape, and a silhouette, but you never actually saw Batman. Much like in Gotham, you saw the ears, you saw the shape, and the chin, but that was it. But yeah, I don't know. Gotham was definitely a weird case where it, it felt like they had certain rules for certain characters and different rules for others. But um, what were you saying about Titans? I was saying that they basically did something similar to to Gotham, and where they have they have this older Bruce played by Ian Glenn. You, you know who Ian Glenn is? Hmm? Um, you know who? Do you know who Ian Glenn is? Mm-mm. You did you were you did watch Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. I can't think of his actual name, but you know the older guy who was clearly who clearly had the hots for Khaleesi, but she Oh, oh yeah, he was playing Bruce. I remember that now. Yeah. yeah so basically they allowed you to see him as Bruce, but mm-hmm. in the first season all they let you see was a silhouette of Batman. You saw his ears, you saw his cape, but you never actually saw the full suit. It was it's very it's very strange. It's, it was on a DC Universe show, for crying out loud. I mean, it was on a DC Universe streaming app. What I mean, it's pure see, DC. That's the, type, that's the type of shit I expect to see in, like, mid-'90s WB shows, like in fucking the old uh, Birds of Prey show or some shit. If you're, if you're, the show's on DC Universe, just show the nigga. We already know what's up. Okay. Ah, it's weird. It is. But, I mean, we hope things work out for Batwoman. Clearly, there will not be um, a Ruby Rose uh, Batwoman any further. 
I don't know if she'll ever come back to make a cameo appearances. Very doubtful. Seems though she did not have a good time. Did she not? She sustained a, a pretty bad back injury, didn't she? Yeah, uh, but uh, apparently it came out that that wasn't the reason. Oh yeah, she just wanted to go. She didn't. She didn't like the 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 whole lifestyle of being a TV star. Uh, yeah, maybe. Like she was with, with guest star roles, maybe, but actual like being nine to five or. I guess nine to nine or nine. To I'm not. Seven. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was surprised when they announced it was gonna be Ruby Rose doing Batwoman, doing a Batwoman, because I always I, I seen her as like a movie type actor. Like I, I know we I we were introduced her to her. I was introduced to her in um, Orange Is the New Black, which is a TV show. But right. you know, when we, she was there for all of what three, four episodes, maybe. No, wasn't it, wasn't it that whole season? Was she there the whole season? I thought she was I, I, I think, halfway through. I think she was there that whole, se- what, like season two or three or whatever. Regardless, I don't see her. I never saw her as a leading woman material. Not even in John Wick? She wasn't a leading woman. She, she mouthed. I mean, she didn't mouth. She did sign language and shot guns. Okay. What, what about that says leading lady? Well, you know, maybe she's acting without necessarily talking. I mean, it takes at least a little skill to be able to do that. Yeah, not the skill of a leading person. They're not. She's not a lead actress in my mind. So it was very like, oh, like, okay, she looks the part, but I don't think she has quite. She doesn't quite have the acting chops for it. You know. Mm. I wonder if they're gonna get a new suit too. God, I hope so. Now. With the coronavirus pandemic, there's been one thing that's brought people out from their home and onto the streets. The tragic death of George Floyd at the hands of a few Minneapolis police has sparked outrage and upset all across the country and globe. The man, the myth, the legend, John Boyega. Ray! Who, of course, you may know if you listen to this show uh, from the new Star Wars trilogy as Finn, aka FN 281. I probably said the wrong numbers, but uh, has led a protest in London in support of the Black Lives, La- Black Lives Matter movement, while other stars, such as Shamik Moore from Dope and Spider Verse, have made other controversial statements regarding the matter. So, yeah, uh, it's been a very eventful couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, there's been nothing but protests and marches and looting and people getting shot in the face with rubber bullets, kids crying from mace and pepper spray in their eyes. Police wild in the fuck out. Just first, firstly, let's just, let's just hold on. Let's just say this, this before we really get into it. Disclaimer to those who are listening: this pertains to black lives because they matter and Mm -hmm. if you are listening and unfortunately you think all lives matter in this situation please pause this episode close your phone close your app close whatever you're listening to us on because i don't think we are the show for you not at this time so as we proceed be warned that we will be talking about some sensitive subjects We'll be talking about race, equality, death, and so on and so forth. So, please continue, Adu. 
In other words, if you're racist, get the fuck out. In other words, I mean, hell. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> wow, it's 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 crazy, man. Did you have you seen the George Floyd video? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, because I, I I I saw a screenshot, and that was all. I, I I could I honestly I couldn't bring myself to watch the video, man. It was very disturbing. This this the man laid on his he laid on his stomach. On the concrete ground, he had two or three. Uh, it was a total of four police officers, but I think it was about two who were pinning him down, and one who had his knee. He had his knee directly on the man's neck. His brain. The carotid, the carotid artery specifically. His brain stem. This man was begging for life. He was. He he pled. He said he could not breathe. He began to bleed out of his nose, and further reports have come out. This man has, was in the midst of fighting the coronavirus. Yeah, that just came out today, right? Yeah, this man was fighting the coronavirus, and here he has to fight for his life in two ways, and he couldn't. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. it and it's no, not that he he couldn't. He he wasn't allowed to because of how he looked because of the danger he presented to those officers. They felt they, he needed to be hogtied and broken. And they broke him to the point where he died. Which is just funny to me, considering y'all are the ones with the guns and the batons and everything. The, the unarmed spray, man. The taser. All that shit. That could, all that, that shit. Could, everything that could de- decap, not decapitate, but... Uh, incapacitate. Incapacitate this man. You have so many other options, and you choose to kneel on this man's neck. How how is he the danger? How are you holding the gun, and he's and, the danger? And, and and all that was happening was that he apparently had a forged check or a forged dollar bill or something. Which yeah, it's a, a a counterfeit twenty, which turned out to not be counterfeit. Oh, whoa, okay. There you go. Excuse the fuck out of me. Which turned Why out even counterfeit. Yeah, it was just a mistake. So, this man, you know, of course, somebody calls the police because they're not sure. And so, this man dies. This man thinks he's going to go cash a check, probably to pay pay for some food or send money to his family or whatever. And he is just, he's, he's treated just, like a it was inhumane. Guy. It was inhumane. It was some really fucked up shit, man. It was truly messed up. And this man, he said, he even said, he said, they're going to kill me. He called out to his mother. His, I believe his mother is dead. He called out to his dead mother. Dead ass. I don't want to hear no, like, bullshit ass, like, oh, you know, if he had just done what the officer said. Oh, he sh- if he hadn't have done this, that, or third. Complying. Come on, bro. He oh, the, the officer made a mistake. That nigga had his knee on his neck for like nine minutes, bro. Eight to nine minutes. That's not a fucking mistake. That's murder, period. He complied the entire motherfucking time. But, like, what do you, what? He wasn't doing anything that justified that. Like I, I just I don't know, bro. I'm just it's, cause and it's not even just like George Floyd. It was George Floyd's death, I think, that really sparked it because of just how blatant it was. But 
in the past handful of months, it's been George Floyd, it's been Ahmed Arbery, it's been Breonna Taylor, it's been David McAddy, a, a black trans man who was uh, uh, hi, do here, uh, just correcting myself. The black trans man that was murdered by a police officer was actually Tony McDade, not David McAddy, who is another person, a cis black man who was murdered by a police officer. Murdered recently, and it's it's uh, Pride Pride Month just started like what three days ago. So on top of that, you know, it's it's all this together. People are just sick and tired, bro. It, it, today is we're recording June fourth, and they just had uh George Floyd's uh funeral actually on TV. Yeah, and it was it was it was it was, it was a very like sad event. But also hopeful in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah. Well, with this, this the deathy has come outrage, justifiably so. We as black people, you and I, we're both black men. We come out of the womb with targets on our back because of the simple fact that we may or may not fit the description. And this man. Uh, I don't, I don't know what description he fit. He was a family man. He was a, man, a hardworking man. And what's, what's even worse that, I, that I, I read up on is that the officer who killed him, right, he worked with George Floyd for 17 years as a bouncer. They, they bounced out of clubs together often on the same shift. Yeah, I heard about that too. That shit as well. So I mean, I don't know what else that adds to the story. You know, I, luckily they've 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 already arrested all four officers involved. I believe they charged uh, Officer Chauvin, that murderer, with they second degree murder. They charged him with second degree murder, I believe. And the other three, uh, do you know what they charged him as? I believe it's uh, accomplices. I believe it was accomplice. They aided and abetted a, a second degree murder. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's 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 fucked up, you know. And it was it was is really interesting and like it was very interesting to see like so many people and so many like even corporations, brands, you know, actors Movie come studios. out. Yeah, all of them coming together saying, oh, this shit is fucked. You know, not to like say, oh, you know, yay corporations. But I'm just saying, because you, you don't see this that often, or if ever, all come together. Because, you know, sometimes they're like scared, oh, I don't want to alienate, you know, this and, certain demographic. They all came together and said, nah, this is fucked up. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. John Boyega, who has been like actually out there leading protests in London, or as a part of protests, I don't know if he's been leading them. but. He, 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 when he, he, it began with him with a very passionate rant on IG Live. And it was, he, it was, you can tell, it was something that was really like on his like mind. And he was just speaking from his soul. You know, he was just, just saying, you know, fuck that shit. For so, well, it actually, it started out with a tweet. Like he just tweeted out, I fucking hate racists. You know, it's a simple statement shouldn't be controversial at all but weirdly enough 
a whole bunch of motherfuckers came in his comments like, uh, don't you know it's bad to hate hate? You can't fight hate with hate. Oh, you hate people who hate race? You hate people who hate people? That's helpful. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. What are you talking about? All he said was, I hate racist. How do you have a problem with that? Hate racist with a passion. And for people to have day and I hate racist, and you feel like <laughs> now you want to come and be showing yourself and you think that someone like me is going to back down. You're very, very mad. It's very, very important at this time that we ignore ignorance and we ignore people. Sorry, my lips are dry. We ignore people that come through and try to make these situations what they're not. And in no way, obviously, you lot know, man. I'm not even apologising, first of all. You lot better fucking believe that. But there's no way that I have the opinion that there's no other forms of racism. Of course, there's other forms of racism. But a black man was just murdered in cold blood in the streets, stateside, again, while saying that he can't breathe. That's a continuous cycle going on. And although I don't live in the States, but I'm black. Fuck that. So I say it again. Fuck you racist white people. I said what I said. And if you don't fucking like it, go suck a dick. Seriously. It's not about career. It's not about money. Because a lot of people like, like to bring that up. Oh, career... Um, 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 money, all these things, those, all, all those things were just a part of my dream, just a part of working. That's got nothing to do with how you treat people. It's a madness. So when I say it, I mean it. And, I, and you, you lot can't rattle me. That's another thing, you can't rattle me. I'm not the guy to be rattled. I wasn't raised by no weak people, you understand? I ain't a guy to be rattled. So first of all, you're going to respect black people online and make sure if you come in and all my pictures or videos and you saying anything about no black people, you saying any racist shit, that's straight up block. It's fine. It's ready. Don't need you on my page. And if you're a fan of me and you support my work and you're racist and you're arguing with what I was saying, fuck off. You fucking dickheads. Yeah? So I straight up like that. That's how it's going to go. And throughout my whole career as an actor, I want to let you guys know this. I'm not the guy. I'm not Hollywood. I never, ever left the UK to go and live in LA for over a year. I never did. If you want, to, if you want something to end, especially something that affects people around the globe, something such as racism, because this doesn't just affect black men, black women and children. This affects people of color, okay? Brown, Asian, it affects uh, Northern Pacific Islanders. It, it affects all of us who aren't the color white. Everyone, everyone who's not white is deemed problematic in some form or fashion. And if you wanted to, if, if we as the majority, because not just as black people, but people who are of color, we are the majority, all right? And if that shit is to end, we must call it out for what it is. We must say, hey, this is bullshit. We, when we bleed, shit's red, shit's purple. It's the same when it comes out. When I cut my, my, my uh, stomach open, I got the same organs that you have. Maybe you have one move, maybe not. But we have the same organs. Everything fundamentally is the same. Skin color, yes, it makes us different, but 
deep within that, we are the it, same. The difference is only skin deep. You know? Thanks for, thanks, thanks. Yeah. That's, it, 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 like, it is, you're right. You know, that's everything you said is right. It really, it affects everyone. Like, there's clearly a problem with the police system or whatever we have in America. Oh, yeah. But clearly, there's an issue. Yeah, there's a problem, and until until we have more people like us and who are just different to speak out, and we and that's what has happened as a result of George Floyd's death. We've had a lot of protests, a lot of rallies and marches and peaceful protests because shit is fucking ridiculous. It no longer needs to happen. It it shouldn't be something that's happening damn near four, no, not four, 600 years later. We were slaves in, in, in the 1400s. We shouldn't, be having, we shouldn't be having to deal with the same shit that our grandparents had to, had to deal with. Our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and great-great-great-great. We should not. This is a different, this, we are supposed to be the different generation. And I, I believe that we are right now because this spark has been lit underneath our ass because we are are fighting to to live we're fighting to to stay alive we're fighting to make sure everything is just and yes there are some people who say we must first uplift ourselves we must uplift our communities this is true but even if we aren't uplifting ourselves in a community that that does not mean Officers who have guns on their hip should immediately take it out to shoot somebody if they deem them uh, unruly, a uh, little uncooperative. They should not do that. Like, like you said earlier, they carry multiple measures. They carry mace. They carry stun guns. They have batons. They have nightsticks. They have this. Things that aren't lethal, yeah, they're painful as fuck, I'm sure, but they're not lethal. They're not. Oh, even then, that could be abused. Like, I don't know if you saw the video of Atlanta police basically cornering a couple in their car. They were students. It looked like they may have been heading home. Of course I saw They like, you saw it. So you saw it. Yeah, they cornered them in their car and just started tasing them. They, they didn't do shit. They was just in the car. Then the like, guy, in traffic. Yeah, and the, they, they yanked the girl out, and then it took a few minutes for that guy. The guy was just sitting there taking it. He was like, no, I'm not moving. He was like, baby, the fuck y'all, I'm not moving. So they had to fucking break open the window, come in through the passenger side door, and yank his ass out too. And it's really fucked up. It's it really is, up. bro. I hope they sue the fuck out of them for that, man. That was that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. No reason. Like nothing shows there's a problem in this country better than police brutalizing police brutality protesters. I mean. The, 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 that irony, right there. the irony in what you just said. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. You would think they would take this opportunity to be like, oh, we're going to show them that, that we're, we're not like this. Yeah, exactly. We're not like this. They're beating the fuck out of protesters, man. They're just walking by, spraying them, shooting them up with rubber bullets. I've seen multiple reports of people losing, like, eyesight because they got shot in the eye with a rubber bullet. Yeah. They were be they've been beating up journalists. Bruh. Like what? 
and Trump fucking Donald J. Trump. Ah, oh, this motherfucker calling out the the National Guard, the military. He is he is the He is what ignites the 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 fire or the spark in these racists, not just the cops, but the people who are coming to the defense of the murderers. He is he is what ignites their stupidity and their ignorance and they and what bolsters them to think that they are correct in that they are superior or that any life is inferior. They he is the jackass leading the pack saying, you know what, we're gonna handle these thugs if the mayors don't. And we're gonna handle them with precise military precision. And it's it's fucking boggles my mind. Yes, we have people who are taking advantage of this. Yeah. The the, the real looters who are just breaking into targets, breaking into family-owned businesses and things like that just just to fucking get off on something, get something free. But there are way more, a vast majority of people who just want a change, a real, lasting, long change. And those numbers far exceed the looters. Far exceed the looters. Absolutely. You have protests happening internationally. Protests in Paris. Protests in London. Protests in Greece. I mean, like... You, I, have, you have a whole fucking uh, 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 White Lives Matter being taken over by K-pop fans. Yo, like, oh, yo, the K-pop fans have really came... They've, they've showed out. They've definitely showed out. I thought you was coming to a White Lives Matter uh, uh, thread? Nah, bro. Nope. Nothing but K-pop. Nothing but K-pop. You're going to get J-pop. this fan cam right quick. You're going to get this fan cam. How about some BTS? How about that? Yo, I just... it's it's And then, you know, it doesn't make it better that you have other black celebrities not really seeming to understand why people are doing this. Like, Shameik Moore who just, he kept tweeting, you know, he tweeted so many times and just kept tweeting and people were like, nah, brother, come on, don't, don't do this, don't do this. They try, they try to help the brother out, man. And it's like, nah, Miles Morales. Let me tell you something. I looked on Twitter and I saw Miles, I was like, well, I saw someone tweet, well, I guess we're going to have to get a new Miles Morales. I'm like, what? What the, what the fuck happened? And then I look at the trend, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, Shameik Moore trend and I read them like, oh, come on. Uh, and, you know, if you haven't seen what he said, basically he brought up black-on-black crime as they usually do. And it's like, is it a problem? Yes, obviously. But when people do that in response to speaking about police brutality, it's to take the conversation away from police brutality so that you don't have to address it anymore. Black-on-black crime is crime. Crime within the black community is 100% an issue. And real. As it's, real. Yeah, but as it's an issue in every... That, I mean, it's basically just crime. Because black people tend to live around black people. White people tend to live around white people. You know, obviously, there's definitely communities that are just, you know, different 
gen, uh, races, uh, you know, but it, it, there are like black communities, there are Hispanic communities, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just crime period, which is absolutely an issue. But to bring it up when people are talking about police brutality, it's very obvious that people just do that to change the conversation so that they don't have to address police brutality. Like, you know, it's so why he thought it was then a good idea to further dig the hole and get on IG Live and talk about, oh, you know, Rosa Parks, she didn't even have to take the bus. She could have just taken a, a black owned taxi company. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, he, like, does he not understand what the entire point of the bus boycotts was? I, I just, oh my God, man, I don't know. Yeah, you got anything to say on that? All I have to say is black on black, like you said, black on black crime is a real thing. It's a reality that we have to face. But in the midst of that, the, one of the number one killers in America, especially of black people, is the police. And there should never be a light taken away or not shining on that fact. That fact, I mean, if we can get a handle on how our police should treat us and what measures they should take that aren't wholly extreme, yes, they will, you will need a gun. That is without a fact. That the, the job is dangerous. But it is up to these departments, these police departments and these precincts to train and to hire and make sure, listen, um, uh, freaking people in the military take months up to, and sometimes up to years of training before they're promoted and on the job, right? Fucking police officers take what, six, nine weeks of training, maybe yep, even yeah. less? Yeah. And they're just given a gun and pushed out onto the street, right? If we can come to an understanding on where to meet in the middle so that there are far less casualties, the black community, I mean, and, and not just that, there's there, it, this death, like I said, of George Floyd, it not only sparked that the realization that there's so much police murder that there is also inequality there's a vast majority of inequality in this country against black people from black entertainers black uh blacks sports players okay black black entertainers black fighters black anything if you're if you're in it and you're black there's so many opportunities that are passed over us because of the color of our skin. So we need to get a handle on how we are to be respected in this country and across the world so that life is better for all. Because life will be better for all when all life, especially black life, is treated like white life. Exactly, because uh, I feel the odds are very strong. If George Floyd had less melanin, 
They would not have murdered him like that. Period. We'll never know. We'll never it, fucking know. And again, George Floyd isn't the only one. Ahmed Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor's killers are still out and about, to my knowledge. Yeah. David McAddy, you know. Trayvon Martin, uh, Michael Brown, you know, uh, Eric Gardner. That's so many names. I could keep going and going, you know. It's, and I feel, I really feel like this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, this is the one that made people go, enough. We're sick and tired, you know. It's, it, it, like, this is enough. Like, it's, it's too much. Bro, and just going, going back really quickly to John Boyega, and the amount of the outrage and the 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 uniting he's doing in the United Kingdom, he's doing such a fantastic job, and he's it's it's such a ballsy move because you you can be an activist, you can do all this all these things, but it definitely comes at a cost, especially when you're an actor or an entertainer of some kind. When you're an actor like John Boyega, he's young, he's in his twenties, like you and me. When you're an actor, you're starting out, yeah, he has Star Wars. He has Attack on the Block. He has Pacific Rim. What else is he doing right now? You have to be careful of your next steps. And this man doesn't give a fuck because the injustice is, is worth the risk. And you know what is amazing about that risk? There have been so – I can't remember the exact the, – the guy's name – uh, Matthew A. Cheery, you know, director of Hair Love, right? Mm-hmm. That short, that animated short. He tweeted, "It would be great if white, if creators like directors showed support, especially if they were non-black." You know who we got? We got Jordan Peele supporting John Boyega, tweeting, "We got you, John." We got Chris Miller from the Lego Movie and Twenty One Jump Street saying, yeah, we got you. We got fucking uh, Tracy Oliver. We got Lin-Manuel Miranda, Edgar Wright, Kathy Yan from Birds of Prey. We got director Mike Flanagan, the director of Dr. Sleep. You know, we have all these directors who, and uh, even Olivia Wilde, who say they want to work with John. They want to be working. They want to fight for him. That was honest. That was beautiful to see. I'm, mean, you know, I'm not so proud to say that I actually did. I teared up a little bit seeing that, seeing so many people say, "Hey, we got you," because you know, he said he didn't know. He, like he, his exact words were, "I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this, but I don't care. This is important for that. I, I got to say something about it." And he's right. And to see so many people, not just him, but so many people out there in London, in this, in all 50 states, protesting. That's huge. Demanding That's change. Huge yeah, just, you know, I hope people see this and actually change actually occurs. After this, shit can't be the same. Shit, this, motherfuckers this have to vote. Motherfuckers <laughs> have to vote. Here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, is, is, is that going to fix things? Hell no, but it'll definitely uh, be the beginning of of something. I hope so. I'm just, because it's like, we, we vote every year and it's like, I mean, how how much longer is shit gonna still happen? But fuck, bro, we 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 actually we have an opportunity to make history because the way this 
thing in the White House has been conducting business. When when the looting starts, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Nigga, shut the fuck up, Jesus. This nigga talking about sticking the like putting the military on American citizens. That is insane. That is insane to me, bro. Like that's crazy. And you know what's crazy? I was sitting with my friend uh, the other day. Actually, it was uh, Monday, in fact. I was sitting with my friend on Monday, and he said the one thing he learned from the military is how to shut off his personality and who he is as a person. Do you know what that means for people who are in the military who just shut off their, they shut off their personality, their beliefs, only thing they're listening and believing in is what the president says. You know, you know how dangerous and scary that is to, for me to hear? When you think about it, it's almost like you're teaching people how to be sociopaths. Uh, it's what it is. That's what it is. Well, that's very fucked up. And like, to, obviously, to, to on some level, I kind of get why someone on the battlefield would need to feel like that. But imagine someone like whose job is to police a community, whose job is to protect citizens in the streets, whose job it is to protect families, kids, mothers, fathers, a person with that mindset, you give them a badge, you give them a gun, and you send them on their way, you don't think some shit's going to happen? It's got to. Like, come on, man. That's, that's a recipe for disaster. Of course something's going to go wrong there. I'm proud of the celebrity. I'm proud of John Boyega, Shamik Moore. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It starts with the community, but this is it's right now without the time. Honestly, it, it, when, with what he said, it almost felt like he was blaming us for shit happening to us. That's the worst part about it. Yeah. Well, again, we have, we have, to, we have to set a standard for ourselves, and I get that. I totally I, I get that. But there's no excuse why if our standard is lower or higher than somebody else's that we should be killed in the street. There's no Absolutely excuse. not. I don't care what standard you're holding over me or over any other person of color. You should not kill them because they don't meet your fucking standard. Let, 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 the, let, him, let them see their day in court. Yeah. That, Period. Yeah, fine. You want to take somebody's life, send them, send them to jail. Not that I want that. No, no, because you know the prison large incarceration rate. That, that the the, the prison industrial complex is a motherfucker, honestly. And, and, and thrives on the on the backs of black people. Absolutely. Honestly, there's even problems there. Shit, you know, there's even problems there, like over sentencing. You know, so uh, let's be real here: white people getting off on with lighter sentences, if at all. For the same crime. I mean, even there, there's issues. That's what I'm saying. There needs to be change from top to the bottom. You know what's also funny? What you said? They they get off with lighter sentences. They get off with lighter with being handled a lot lighter than black people. Oh, a hundred percent. Like like the fucking the, the I forget his name, but the young man who sat in the church and killed everybody. Dylan Rolf. He was given a, a I think a bottle of water. He was. He sat down. Come. They walked in, handcuffed him. He sat down in front of the car. They tried to talk to him for a second. George George Floyd was fucking. He was. He was put down like a sick dog. 
for, for a counterfeit for a potential counterfeit bill. They literally they took that nigga to Burger King, bro. Like what? Like what? I'm not, I'm not saying that his handling, that the handling the white boy, the way they did was wrong. I'm saying that his offense, in comparison to George Michael's uh, alleged offense, the handlings are told they should never have been. They should never have been less than that boy received. Ridiculous. Never. It's ridiculous. I am ashamed of those I know or across the world who agree or think that this is a black problem. It's not a black problem. I mean, it it, it is a black problem in in that we receive the, the brunt of it, you know, the blunt of it, but it is a societal problem. It is a racial problem. It is a racist problem that needs to be nixed. But I'll say this, I'm very, very proud of, like you said, the companies and the corporations, the brands, the businesses who are standing. But the people especially, the people especially. Yeah, who are standing by black people. But like you said, the people, the celebrities, those who have the platforms who have the voice, who have the money to make a difference. I am proud that they are fucking doing something. That being said, don't just tweet out some words. Donate some money. Donate money to black causes. Donate money to the, the, the bail project. Sign petitions. Sign petitions. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. Sign petitions too, I guess, if that helps. But yeah, you know, don't don't just tweet out because you know everyone got some images. I mean, even Disney basically tweeted out the same image on every single one of their accounts. You gotta do more than that. You know, you can't just do that and then oh well, I'm done. You know, you gotta do a little more than that. And honestly, if it wasn't for like, if it wasn't for like health concerns, I would I would 100% be out there with them. I really I want to be out there right now. Like down in DC. Yeah. I'll go there and march for you, man. Thank you. Because seriously, man, it's 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 honestly inspiring. I I I know at least a couple people that have have been down there, you know, and they've been the shit they've been doing to these peaceful protesters, bro. It's fucked up. You know, like straight up, just like beating the dog shit out of them, beating up journalists and all that. Like it's it's. It's fucked up. Like that, that, those are breaking constitutional rights. Real, they really are. And when you think about it, like the president who spent so much time calling the press enemy of the people, and now you have police and extension of the government, right? Beating up journalists. I mean, that's I mean that's that's some fa- that's some fucking fascist ass behavior. It's on brand. It's on fucking brand. It is like it's it's ah oh, jeez I you know it's, we we just we gotta vote this nigga out of here, bro. I don't know. And it's like and and part of me is like, when he loses, is it even gonna be a peaceful transition? Like, is he gonna fight it? 
He can't fight it. No, motherfucker, the people have spoken. This nigga, he's one, he's one motherfucker. What, what? Since, since when has he cared about what the people say? He'll just say all that is fake news and it's fake votes. He's already trying to fuck with the election now by saying no mail-in votes. Like, I don't know, man. This, it's, it's, this shit is it's a scary situation. It's, it's, I, I'm so... you have an idea how tired I am of living through an, an entire like textbook chapter in history? This and you, that's crazy. This is a moment in history that will be. Remembered. Do you do you realize we're we're both millennials? Do you realize how much shit has happened in our lifetimes? Like the early, what was the earliest thing? What nine eleven was probably like the earliest big thing. Maybe maybe Y two K before that. You know, like yeah. Jesus. Oh my god. But we just gotta we just gotta hope. We gotta pray. We gotta we gotta be active. We gotta be vocal. As black people, as as not not as black people, right? Because black people, we can be as vocal as we want, but if we don't have support from our 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 brothers and sisters of other colors, allies, our allies, if we don't have their support, it will be harder. But and thank fucking goodness, there are people from so many different cultures who are shining a light on this and just uniting cultures and people and races who before wouldn't even give a fuck about us. But because they see the shit is so fucking real and that the shit is very likely to happen to them, they're in, they're down. And so that makes me happy and gives me optim- some, some type of optimism, some level of hope. But yeah. come November, just- 20, tw- November 6, 2020, of this fucking year, if we got to get that motherfucker out of the White House. Absolutely. If, if there is some way his, this, this piece of, sh- of orange orangutan shit is still the president of the United States by January of 2021, I, I don't even know. How, I, I got to go. I can't stay in this country. <laughs> you sound like my dad. My dad deadass was like, yo, Actually, my dad, he said, you know what he said? He said that those police officers don't go to jail. He's saying, fuck it, I'm going back to Ghana. This is bullshit. <laughs> he said that those officers don't, because that shit was straight up murder. He said, if they don't go to jail, I'm going back to Ghana. Uh, they, like, that, no, and if, the, if they actually get off, which, let's be real, often happens. There, there are a lot of protections for police. A lot of protections. I, man, I don't, I don't know what happens, bro. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know what's going to happen if they don't actually go to jail for as long as they deserve. I, I really don't know. I have no idea. Oh, Donnie, Donnie is so fucking hilarious. He just, I'm, I'm on my phone now and I'm seeing that he put up uh, a lot of fencing around the White House this morning. Yeah, yeah. Some people were saying, oh, he wanted to build a wall, but he, uh, to, to, to like keep uh, uh, people of other races out, but he built a wall to keep himself in. That nigga's been tweeting from a bunker. Whoa, man! So apparently, a judge set bail for the for each of the three officers is seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Mm, interesting. The niggas definitely should get a couple million worth of bail each. Period, man. That that. <sighs> I just, I really hope some permanent change happens from this. And not just, it's like some, again, 
top to bottom change. Police, the justice system, the prison industrial complex, all of that. If you, uh, to listeners, if you haven't, I highly recommend the documentary 13th. Uh, it's on, it's actually, it's on YouTube for free, the, the whole thing. Uh, it was like either produced or directed by Ava DuVernay. It's a, it's a really good documentary. It tells you all about the 13th Amendment and uh, the prison industrial complex and all that. I highly recommend it if you want more information. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, the, the peop- this, this shit is inspiring for real. You know. Yeah, well, uh, we got to end this show. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Can't we? Yeah, I could talk forever about this, but we can't literally talk forever. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and give the people socials, bro? You can follow me on Instagram at one handsome geek. That's one handsome geek, all one word. Follow me on Twitter at bat j bat 97 that's j a y bat 97 follow me on psn at mr 997 what about you Adu? where can they find you you can find me on ig and twitter at do underscore man that is one a two d's one o underscore m a n you can find me on psn at admant that is one a two d's m a n t follow the show words from blurs spelled how it sounds W-O-R-D-S-F-R-O-M-B-L-E-R-D-S, and that is everywhere. Uh, any last comments? No. No? Uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Uh, happy Pride Month, everyone. Vote, Stay safe out vote there. November. Just vote, everybody. Yeah, vote. Make sure you vote. Stay safe. Because COVID is still a motherfucker. You know, wear face masks, wear gloves, be smart. Uh, And take care. That's it. Yeah, take care. All right.